When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, uh, this is Anthony Irwin here for the Lakers Lounge. So, uh, all right, I'm just going to explain how all of the content is going to play out on your feeds. Right after the game, as per usual, Raj and I recorded to recap the game, look ahead, all that stuff. It went long. So I am actually going to split that conversation up into two two, two, uh, parts and... Then, like, as we were wrapping up, we got all the LeBron retirement stuff. So we touched on that, you know, and you'll, if you want to hear Raj and my thoughts on it, um, at least as it's happening live, that is at the tail end of uh, part two. But uh, as far as, like, that conversation, it's in two parts. This is part one. Part two comes here in a bit. And then if you want all of my thoughts on you know, the season and then LeBron's uh, quotes afterward and the reports after the game, uh, that is all on the lowdown, which you can find on this same feed as well. So a ton of stuff to kick off our off seasons as you would probably have expected. Let's get to it. He always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? And we're live. Welcome, everybody, here to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin, joined now uh, for the last time this season in a post-game appearance by Raj Chapalu. Raj, I'm not going to lie. This one stings quite a bit because, yeah, the Lakers got swept. And, yeah, Denver, like, was the amount better that you need to be to sweep another team, right? Like, they're clearly you know, a, 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 a pretty um, noticeably and notably better team than the Lakers, right? One seed versus seven seed. It turns out all those, all that whining about the Lakers or the, the Nuggets being an underdog or whatever looks all the more ridiculous now. But um, even given that, the Lakers were competitive in every single game. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought for sure when Denver took like a, I think they did the lead get up to double digits in the, in Denver's favor. I, I don't think it did, but no, it got up to no. like seven. Eight. It was like five or seven. Yeah. Maybe, maybe eight. Um, I thought for sure it was going to be a one, two, three Cancun kind of situation. Then uh, mm-hmm. Tristan Thompson gets that uh, um, dunk, the and one dunk that um, it really got the crowd going, right? He, he winds up missing the free throw and all that stuff because that's kind of what yeah. Tristan Thompson does. But sure. but it was the kind of dunk that, like, it really – he was yelling at the crowd. He was telling everybody, like, get up, get up, get up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I really wish after he would have dunked it, he would have just looked at AD and be like, see? Do you see? I knew that's what you can do here. Did you, did you see 
what you are capable of. Like, I don't know how many times, and we'll, we'll talk about AD. We'll talk about, we got to start probably with LeBron, and, and, and I guess I'll move on quickly from this. But I don't know how many times that, you know, AD either missed an, a, a layup altogether or missed it and, and got a foul call, but it should have probably been an and one. Like, it, it was just, um, he didn't compete for most of the game, and it was a real bummer to see that. But... I don't want to start on a negative. There's going to be plenty of time for, for that talk. Uh, we have to give all due respect to LeBron, the 38-year-old. Is he 38 still? He is, right? I think he turns yep. 39 in August, Next right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, or, yeah. I December. Mm-hmm. Yeah. December, yeah, yeah, in, in the middle of the season. Is Kobe August? I think Kobe's August, right? Or is that uh, just Kobe Day? I forget. Yeah, anyway. I don't remember. But, um, but yeah, LeBron, uh, you know, plays all but like five seconds of this game was clearly exhausted down the stretch of, of the game, right? Clearly wiped. It was so yeah. stupid to keep on hearing Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson be like, why isn't he touching yeah. the ball? Why isn't he touching the ball? Why isn't it? Why doesn't he touch the ball on every single possession? It's like, well, if he does touch the ball in every single possession, there is no reason to have Dennis Schroeder out there. And how the hell are you going to ignore the fact that this guy is in his 47th minute in this thing? Yeah. Um, but it, but that's what it took, right? That's what it was going to take to be competitive against a significantly better um, Denver Nuggets team. And he took the Lakers, I think, about as far as they could have gone. He was amazing tonight and yeah the 48 minutes i thought it was a weird look anthony to that's what i thought i thought it was it was 823 and then you have kobe day which is 824 right yeah but 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 yeah he plays 48 minutes and i thought it was a weird look not to go back to the point you were making but the anthony davis was getting like four minute rest you know like he was getting like four minute rest intervals while lebron was playing the whole game i thought that was just a really strange look or how that was going ad finishes with 40 minutes but he was amazing. 15 for 25. I thought he did enough. Like, not to like put the blame pie around, but he had 21 in the first quarter. I think he had 30 by halftime. Um, and he had us up 13 at halftime. Like, your team should be able to come through. He pulled us up 13. Second half, Denver comes back on their run, but 15 for 25, four for seven from three, 40, 10, and nine for him. And also, that doesn't even show how hard he was defending. They had him on Jokic, a ton of possessions. He was switching on Jamal Murray, moving his feet, getting shot clock violations, being physical down low. He was just he was just amazing. And um, it was great to see him at least have one of these games. You knew he wouldn't go out quietly and not to move to next season, but it was it was good to watch LeBron be able to still dip his hand to it into his tank and bring this out. Because I thought yeah. it was important to see that. And he and he did. And Lake, you know, I thought there was some questionable stuff late in the game where thought he used up too much clock i thought playing dennis and Rui together which was our best lineup but i thought that kind of hurt denver was more than okay with those two guys shooting threes yeah and they were they were right about that and uh, i thought austin should have been involved more but i can't you know i can't hate on anything he did tonight do you want him to attack the rim a little bit more yeah but aaron gordon's kind of bodying him up and the only guy you can attack is really Jamal Murray, and that's Dennis Schroeder setting the screen. Dennis missed like so many layups at the rim. I thought Austin did. I thought Rui did as well. But um, that was just a phenomenal performance from LeBron. I, I have I have nothing bad to say about him. Yeah, I mean, like like there's there are, are 
nits to pick, right? Like there are there, you know, there were some decisions that he could have made. Like you know, Jokic got switched out onto him in space, and Jokic had five fouls, and he was sitting yeah. there like pointing and directing everybody to go. And it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> the only the only pointing that needs to be done is like at Jokic. Like, all right, I'm I'm dribbling at your chest right now, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but but even like even that feels nonsensical, you know. To be completely honest, like that is such a small complaint and yeah, it was a clear complaint and it was like a, a clear, like weird decision on his part, but it's still, he was absolutely wiped. They showed him, he had a stop on Jamal Murray and like Murray was complaining that he, he didn't get a foul call like because he thought LeBron hit him upside the head. And like (laughs) LeBron was trying to tell Murray, like, I got you, I got you. But he was like, You know, like, you know, he had his hands on his knees. And again, it's a it's a 38-year-old LeBron James playing 48 right. minutes in 55 seconds, or 47 minutes and 55 seconds. In the first half, he actually attempted, uh, he made more threes than he attempted, right? Because he technically had a pass go in. Like, there was, there was nothing more you could realistically ask of LeBron in this one. And that's what makes, like, Anthony Davis's performance so infuriating like it was it was so maddening to see him just like you know play after play after play on offense do the whole like try to get his shoulder in there and try to swipe through and try to get a call rather than just like going on dunking on a whole bunch of people who are either smaller or less athletic than he is and and you watch lebron and you watch even Rui and the way that they were attacking the rim and i guess they they like they have better foot speed than ad and i guess that needs to be taken into account but those guys were driving into Jokic's chest. They were forcing yeah. him to try to have to like flail at the ball or just give it up because he knew if he tried to challenge them playing that way, he's going to pick up fouls. And then you watch, it's just, I just, um, you know, the What's two up? main stories coming out of this one, well, I guess three. The number one story here is that Denver is better, right? The number one story in this series and in this game is that like just Denver is just better. All respect to them. Yeah, I fired off a couple, you know, tweets after the game because in the in the first like there needs to be like a a a grace period, right? Right. Ten minutes where you can send whatever like anything not offensive for ten minutes as you cope with the fact that your 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 team season just ended, and then you can get back to making like more sensible points. Um, but really, all respect in the world to them. Like, you look at the ways that they won in this series and the guys who stepped up at various points in this series. Aaron Gordon steps up and knocks down, felt like uh-huh. 15 threes in this one, you know, felt and like knocks double. down big free throws when, um, you know, for most of the series, he looked afraid to shoot, you know. Uh, KCP had his moments over the course of this one. Bruce Brown had his moments. Obviously, Jamal Curry and Nikola Jokic is... One of the most special players I have ever seen. I thought, because he had the one like Sambor Shuffle three that, you know, you know, he made that one. And then, and then he was like pinned up against the sideline (laughs) and he goes to do it again. And I'm like, no, (laughs) (laughs) we can't give him that shot. (laughs) We can't give him a sidestepping one footed turnaround three pointer. Like, you know how special a player has to be for you to be nervous about him shooting that in that oh, moment. Man. So like, I, I really, I, I really think like, you know, we had, and we're, we'll keep going back to LeBron thing here over the course of the show, but 
I do really think at the top of the show or as close to the top of the show as we can, you have to give all the credit no. in the world to, to this Denver team. They were they, fucking unbelievable. They were, they were monsters. Like they, you know, they killed us. And I remember we went up 13 and I was thinking there's going to be a point in this third where Denver makes a run. And they did, they cut it to like nine. And I was like, this is the game right here. Like if you can, if you can wall them off right here, then you have a good chance. And not only did they make a run, they went up like four KCP got an and one. Um, and they, uh, they really never relinquished the lead to me. The, the game was lost. AD had a dunk on the other end and then, uh, he fouled Jamal Murray, you know, from three, for three, you know, for a three. Yeah. And I thought that just really killed our momentum, but give them credit. Jokic hit every like clock going down. We have a little bit of a momentum. They hit the step back. They, he has a step back three Jamal Murray. Every single time we make a run, it's get out of the way. Jamal Murray, Jokic pick and roll. And he got a basket. He, he went over the top of Schroeder. If it was Dennis on him, went around Vanderbilt. If it was him, Vanderbilt did not play tonight, but during the series went around him. Um, and he just was, he was a monster. Like today was like a, a low key Jamal Murray game. And I think he still dropped 30. Like that's how good Jamal Murray's been in this yeah, series. Did Jokic win the, the Western conference MVP? I'm not sure. I, I decided not to continue viewing. I, I like. I was, was starting. I was setting up for the show. I don't think he should have. Like, if I, because you could actually bet on that over the course of the series. Mm. Um, I, I think Murray was the MVP in the series. Like, you know, I, you, yeah. I, I mean, Jokic had his moments, and and don't get me wrong, it's close. But I, I, for my money, like, Jokic had an entire stretch from like the third quarter of game was it two through like most of game three that. Um, they didn't like, do much. He, didn't he, he have scored to. like he scored like twenty points over the course of like five quarters or something like that. So, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I look, it's close either way. I guess you could call it a coin flip or whatever. But, um, for those who bet on Jamal Murray, I would, I would want to, I want, I would want to hear from the voters. Hey, why exactly? Um, <laughs> why look at his numbers, we, Anthony? It's it's absurd. I mean, he is one. incredible. But look at Murray's too. No, Murray's no, I'm looking. I'm looking at Jamal Murray's. Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say. I thought you were saying Jokic's. No, um, no, no. Fifteen yeah. for twenty nine, and tonight was a low key ten for eighteen. Didn't even hit a three pointer tonight, by the way. Yeah, low key. It's yeah, the best shooting performance yeah, D'Angelo yeah. Russell has ever had in the playoffs. Oh no, that's too soon. Too, too, <laughs> too, too soon. We're giving Denver credit here. Too soon to go into the D'Angelo Russell um, conversation, I guess. Uh, no, Jamal, yeah. Jamal Murray stepped up to me. 43 minutes for him. And what he actually did to connect D'Angelo Russell here, he makes D'Angelo Russell unplayable, right? And that's so yeah. tough. I was watching, like, we're swinging the ball to Dennis Schroeder. And then he's trying to swing into Austin Reeves, and they're, then they're they're not even closing out to him. They're already closing to Austin in the corner, and like that, you know, that was one of our last plays of the game. But um, Jamal Murray was awesome, man. He looked like all that bubble Murray stuff. Like that's real. Like there was, you know, we're not in the bubble anymore. Yeah, all the it, bubble takes still, are stupid. Like yeah, they're they're, they're like, over. That's done. Yeah, the, exactly. All the stars who like the, everybody said like played over their heads and in, in in the bubble, like teams go on runs because their stars play really well. And sure. those teams that went on runs in the bubble because their stars played really well, those stars, after they had the ability to recover and, and having more time than like five business days to recover yeah. from an entire more than a year long uh, NBA season. Now that they've fully recovered, the same four teams are in the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference finals. And you have Jimmy Butler continuing to play as incredibly as he has. You have Jokic doing and, and what he's doing. Jamal Murray, same thing. LeBron and, you know, Anthony Davis also showed up. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't see. So I don't know if this makes you feel better or worse or how are you. We can take this any other any way we can. But 
So they swept us, and you just went into how great Jamal Murray, in your mind, outplayed Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic was also generational. They outscored us by 24 points in the series. In the series, yeah. four games. We got yeah. outscored by 24 points. So, like, you were close, but, you know, close doesn't really count, um, at least not in this sport. I forgot what sport it it, it counts in. But, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I've heard the saying. I just maybe, forgot this. Maybe this soccer? That... <laughs> like, may, like, maybe soccer? Like, where the, you have the point right? system? Horseshoe. Horseshoe. There you go. Horseshoes does matter. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, horseshoes matter. That's the same. Bocce ball. Neither of which are actually sports. <laughs> Never played horseshoe. I actually have no idea. Where no you way. Play yeah, huh? where, would you, where would you play horseshoes? I'm not even sure. But anyway, um, yeah. So they, you know, we were close. They outscored us by 24 in the series, and even with Anthony Davis having his struggles with D'Angelo Russell unable to to shoot or defend, um, and then Jokic and, and Jamal Murray going off, and Aaron Gordon hitting threes. So, like, we're closer than it was, and that makes you maybe feel better or feel worse. But um, Denver is really good, and I think that's a good sign that like even though it was a sweep and that's what it's going to go down as. But this series was like one of the closer sweeps that I've seen, like at least yeah. that I've seen like in For recent sure. memories. So, um, but yeah, give them don't all tweet the credit. that. Don't, don't, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Will I get the Homer? Will I get the Homer badge? Doing that? Under no, like you keep tweeting about NBA ratings. Do not yeah. tweet that it was a close sweep. <laughs> Well, if you look at it closely, nah. yeah, right, right, right. It's only twenty-four <laughs> points over the course of four games. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I would say, um, yeah, look, a one seed is supposed to sweep a seven seed, right? Like a one seed is supposed to sweep an eight seed, and oh, we're doing that, <laughs> you know. Well, but it it is like I mean, yeah, people people want to say that the Lakers were this like altogether different team, and they were because like compared to like the beginning of the season, they were one of the worst teams I have ever seen. Like, sure. <laughs> they would not be in the playoffs if they were anything close to that team because that team was mm-hmm. fucking garbage. But this yeah. team, though, like this team was a lot more competitive, a lot more resilient, and like I said in last night's lowdown, um. You know, they competed in this one. And yeah, uh, you know, I I I thought that they would win. Um, you know, apologies, Avery. You're not because of the way this don't this this series went, you were not getting donuts for a long time. But um, but like I I uh I thought that the Lakers would win this one. Um, and I for damn sure knew that they were not gonna go out the way that Boston appears to be going out against Miami, right? Yeah. They have been super resilient all year. They, it takes, again, it takes incredible character and fortitude to like, um, you know, enter a season with Russell Westbrook on the team and not like, not specifically because Russell Westbrook is so difficult to be around, but because like, it's a move that everybody knew had to, had to be made. Right. So you have that in the air all year, that stink, you know, sitting there in, in your locker room all year and and you go from that to oh uh, I guess you go you, you you enter training camp with that that sitting there all training camp you start the season with him on the team with seventy three other small guards and you're just like it it was a farce like the beginning of the season and 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 frankly most of this season uh, regular season that is was a farce you know it yeah. just felt nonsensical to to continue to bash your head <clears throat> up against the wall and hope that that would work out. So that, you know, the guys that would, that stuck around, right. That, that were, that were still on the team beyond the trade deadline, LeBron, AD, 
uh, Schroeder, Reeves, Wenyon. There's like a couple more. Uh, Troy Brown Jr., Lonnie Walker, right? Um, mm-hmm. Those guys, like, to go through the entire season that they did and, and you know, just kind of try to drive the sled through the mud in the way that they were trying to um, and then immediately make a run in the way that they did when the trades were made, right? That, that the team got so much better immediately. They were beating yeah. the crap out of teams uh, when they had their full rotation. And then, and then after that, you get the Draymond Green kick straight to the nuts because you're like, oh, yeah, now we're going to lose LeBron for a month. Great. Yeah. You know, and then after that, like while you're trying to deal with the LeBron thing, you had D'Angelo Russell like in and out and in and out and mostly out, right? And and mm-hmm. yet the, the Lakers still fought to stay in this season and still fought to get into the play-in, unlike those losers in Dallas, right? Like the the the, the Lakers, like they still kept competing, unlike the losers in Portland and every all these other loser organizations out there that just decided, nope, we aren't competing. We just don't sure. want to. And the Lakers, like the Lakers at least went for it. And then not only did they go for it, but they made good on going for it, right? They won two playoff series. They beat the two seed. They beat the reigning champions, right? And then you just, you, you run into a bus saw. And I really think that's mm-hmm. what Denver is, is, is they're just a really effing good team. And, and yeah, there is no reason whatsoever for anybody other than maybe Anthony Davis to hang their head uh, tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, I knew that's how that was going to end. Um, no, like, so this, this team has been playing playoff basketball since the middle of February, really. Like, we were in 13th place. Um, you talked about LeBron going out as soon as really the trade happened. Anthony Davis having to carry that that team with his defense. Remember, he sat against Houston, Anthony, and we lost that game. Like, that's how that's how valuable he was defensively. And I know this mm-hmm. series was not is not going to go up on his wall or his fridge or wherever he puts his awards and, you know, things he's proud of. But I, yeah. I hope like, I hope that's not all he's remembered for because those first two series, he was an absolute monster on defense mm-hmm. and we are nowhere near here um, without that. And even with this series, right. People are you know going to look at the, he didn't guard Jokic. Well, that's because like, there's no one who we can put on Jokic. Like we had to put Rui Achimura on him so that he can roam and he he did not come through on offense. He was not good enough. Like that's a clear statement that should be said. Anthony Davis was not good enough offensively. Six for fifteen tonight. Just not physically imposing enough on a team and on a team that really needed it. Um, but I thought you know throughout the season uh, he was great and especially defensively with it. It's exactly what this team needed. LeBron being out, Vanderbilt being you know in a, in and out of the lineup. But what that trade really did though, Anthony it really opened up Austin Reeves. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. what that trade did. It got Austin Reeves the basketball. Because if you look at it, really, it was it was Rui Hachimura, like, the main guy like that, like, contributed this series. D'Angelo Russell came through in games, and I, he had huge games in the previous series. But it opened up Austin Reeves. And I think, like, hopefully for next season, like, that's where he gets more ball handling duties and all that. But it was a fun ride, man. Like, we were 2-10, and 10, like we talked about, to start. 28 and like 34, I think six games under 500 into claw out of that seed, like two weeks before the playoffs started or the play in. Yeah. That, that's why, like you said two you said one seed versus uh seven seed. I think we're like in a regular, like a four, probably like that's the type of basketball, at least we were playing like the level of uh, basketball and skill that we were playing was like a four seed, but Denver's really good. And even them being that good, these, all these games were close. They also were right one seed sweep like that, like, the Lakers used to, I think they did sweep a four seed in the, in the, or no. Yeah. In the second round of a playoffs, right? Like 
That, like that's the you know you would go yeah you go uh you know one verse eight and then you mm-hmm. play you know the winner of the four and five series and that one verse four series tends to be like a heavy favorite you have in 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 the one seed there yeah yeah exactly and so so like I don't think this is one to hang your head and I really hope this is a this is a summer of tweaks and not complete teardowns because that's what we've had for the last few years every summer has been a complete teardown. Um, someone would deserve it last summer was actually the one that probably deserved a tear down and didn't get it. Uh, but, um, yeah, like I hope this is a summer of tweaks and, uh, I'm a lot more at peace this summer, Anthony, than last in the last one, the last one I felt like we needed. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait for, for like, look, LeBron, I, we're going to get a report, you know, either Haynes or or Karania, um, Mm -hmm. is is going to get some, yeah, they're going to send some report out there that, that LeBron is going for surgery in the next few weeks or so, um, so that Mm -hmm. he can get back in time for training camp, probably going to get some update on Anthony Davis's foot. Um, and, and, and what might be going on there because he lost the ability to, to, to jump like higher than a couple of feet off the floor. Um, and, and, uh, you know, you that's going to be the starting point of the off season. That's where everything is going to kind of trickle down from there. But you yeah. also have, you have uh, Mo Bamba's unguaranteed contract that, that because of the way it's, it's put together, the Lakers can technically still use it and, and use it later into the, into the off season. And, and, and that becomes an asset. You have Malik Beasley's unguaranteed contract or, or, or whatever it is, or, or team option, however team it's option. framed. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a trade chip uh, if the Lakers decide to use it that way. They have a first-round pick this year uh, and, a, like, a fairly decent one. You know, they were... They yeah, were uh, 17th pick. Uh, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it's, it's uh, within the top 20, and it's a good draft class, and we know that this, uh, this, this scouting department is really good at that stuff if they decided to use it on a player. And if not, then... You know the Lakers. That's a pretty nice trade chip that they can utilize to to improve the team and and uh, fix some holes here and there. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt is going to get better. Austin Reeves is going to get better. I think Rui Hachimura is going to get better. Um, those guys are all going to get better playing together as well. You know, so so long as they're all together, um, there's there's a lot to be really excited about. I I frankly like you know normally a season ends and and. I've been doing this long enough that you kind of like you want to just kind of woosaw and, you know, take take a deep breath or whatever. But I can't wait to dive back into like their options this offseason yeah. because they have, you know, other than other than the year that they won a championship where where I really thought there was like if they play their cards right here, this could be the beginning of a dynasty. We don't have to talk about that, but like this time though, I really do think they have a legitimate opportunity here. And and like, look, they're still gonna like Denver is gonna be really effing good again next year. Although they aren't sure. gonna have Bruce Brown, um, which uh, is 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 um, a, a change a game changer for them. If he has an option, I don't know if he signed a two year deal or, or if it's a straight up two year deal or if it's a, a player option. If he has a player option, he's opting out. He yeah, just made himself ten million bucks a year this year. Um, and then you know. But beyond that, though, like they're going to continue to, to, I think, get better. Um, the Phoenix is going to get more time to gel and maybe get a little bit better there, too. Uh, like the, the, the Western Conference is still going to be a freaking tire fire everywhere that you turn. But, but still, um, yeah, I, 
this I, I this game ends and obviously there's the immediate letdown of like fuck and especially the way it ended too like on the last possession like yeah. damn it you know but but like fairly quickly um like normally i wouldn't send tweets like i did about like <laughs> checking your t- cable provider and stuff For like NBA that TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i would no- i would normally like just kind of sit off to the side and, and think about it for a little bit but like i'm feeling spicy i'm feeling <laughs> spicy because i really think that the lakers have have some real opportunities in front of them and 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 again like i don't do so i do so to kind of poke fun at nuggets fans in particular because they've been super annoying in my mentions all all series but like i do want to stress nothing but respect for the nuggets this se- this series oh, yeah. this season frankly um and and then what miami is doing in the other conference is like brought some joy to getting swept right as we watch the celtics just get annihilated and embarrassed so um yeah yeah i i, I to, to your point i can't wait for this offseason I, I can't i can't wait to see what the lakers uh do that's why I said basketball is a 365, uh, close to 365 days a year. Don't need any other more sports. 366 days, Raj. Where's yeah, your Where's your commitment? It, exactly. Yeah. So we go right this into the NBA Finals. NBA Draft is right the after. Occasional leap year. Yes, you get to summer league right after with a first round pick. I was looking at our last year. The, the, so funny enough, we closed against Denver last season. We didn't make the playoffs, but it was like an overtime win, and we were playing like Wayne Ellington. DJ Augustine, like these were the guys that were on our roster, you know what I mean? And I feel like now we have young pieces to go forward with. Rui Hachimura showed that like he's a legit playoff dude. Austin yeah. Reeves showed that he's a legit playoff dude. And some of these questions you would not be able to have answers for without a playoff series. Like you just wouldn't. Like you would not know who to trust and who you can't. And it's interesting in the D'Angelo Russell conversation, but like you got interesting. answers on Austin. It, it, like that's, yeah. that, that's the it's word that you want to use there. But <laughs> you got say, that door about... swings. That door swings both ways. Unfortunately, we do have answers on D'Angelo Russell. We 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 got we got some answers. We also got answers on uh on Malik Beasley as and well, Beasley. right? <laughs> Malik Malik Beasley, Troy Brown. Like we got a, yeah. we got a bunch of different you know answers there, and I think that gives us a lot of data to go into the off season with and be like, okay, like these are guys that we know. They've been in high pressure situations and they come through. And now let's add to that, right? Anthony Davis, maybe we just go into the offseason like he can't put up, you know, a consistent 30 a game. Like maybe that's just not in his game right now. Maybe LeBron does need more initiator help. Maybe we do need a little bit more shooting with size. And I think they have the capabilities to do that. You talked about the 17th pick. Our scouts have been working with like undrafted, you know, like they've been pulling yeah. from the undrafted pool. You give them yeah. a 17th pick, like I can't wait to see what they come come up yeah, with. Yeah, like Max Christie looks like he has real promise, and he was like the oh. 32nd pick or something like that, right? Like 36, he was a, a, yeah. a, a yeah, an early uh, early second rounder. So yeah, I there's there's a, and 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 again, we have an entire offseason to dive into that stuff, and I did touch on some of it last night in the lowdown because we've had some rumors already start to swirl, but. But I can't wait, man. And and also, like, the stuff that we're hearing heading into the offseason about the direction that it is likely going to take, also, mm. nothing but reasons to be excited, right? The Lakers are going to bring back Austin Reeves. Not like, I remember with Caruso, the first time I remember experiencing this was actually with um, Sasa Vujicic. And mm. he was asked after the Lakers won a championship in his exit interview, like, you know, Sasha, you know, would you, how excited are you, are, are you to come back and, and maybe give this thing a go? And he's like, well, you know, we got to see, 
you know what options were out there. I, you know, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, Sasha's not coming back. And, and, and like, uh, Alex Caruso last year at the very offset or not last year, was it two years ago? Two years um, ago. Mm-hmm. uh, at the very offset of the summer, um, you had some reports of like, well, you know, let's pump the brakes. We'll see if they're able to bring back Caruso. Those taxes are going to be pretty rough. And then from the Lakers, like I was hearing and, and from around the league, I was hearing like, oh no, he's gone. Like they are way far apart. They, he doesn't feel valued by them. They haven't made a serious offer to him. He is gone, gone. Um, and that was, you know, that's how it wound up playing out. But here with, with, uh, Reeves and with Rui, no, um, they're lasting. They're coming yeah, back, Ruiz, guys. Don't you, worry. Yeah, right. Like I, I, as of right now, um, you know, Mark Stein stressed it in his latest. Adrian Wojnarowski and, and Wojnarowski yeah. and Dave McMenamin, they've both stressed it that the Lakers' plan is to bring those guys back. And and look, that is four out of five of a really good starting lineup. That is, yep. that is a really, really depending. And we can talk about like. Because I was wondering today if Rui would actually start or if the Lakers would actually start a center next to AD to maybe save his legs so that he can play better than every you know like third game in the playoffs as as, as he did in this one. Um, I'm kidding. Tonight was pathetic, man. Like, should we just talk about it? Like, I can't. I can't not think about it. Like, it's going to keep it me up at bad. night. It, 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 it like it was. It was all the stuff that. You would hope you're four games into a series. You haven't been getting the like, you know, lean your shoulder. I do it all the time with Jen. Like I like uh, when when Jen like if I have if I have like a ball in my hand if I have because we have that little Fisher Price basket right. Um, if I have if I have a ball in my hand and I see Jen like walking like towards me, I'll stick my shoulder in and then I'll go oh, you know, and and I'll and I'll shoot it. I'll and say one. and one. You know, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> I can't wait to start doing it with Avery. Avery is still too short. Like she would like headbutt my knee and that wouldn't go very well. But, but like, yeah, with, with, with Jen, like that's the, but, but like, that's a, that's a regular season call, right? Like that is not a call. I wouldn't anticipate, um, you know, Scott Foster to walk into my, into my living room when I draw that foul on, on Jen and get that foul call from Scott Foster this time of year from, from October. Would you kick him out? What would, like, huh? what would you do? You see, would you kick him out? Like, you, did you see what LeBron Foster? did to him? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you do something similar? Like, what do you? Bah! Eat that whistle! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, assault, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Not in Texas. In Texas, I get to protect my my ground. I get to protect my home. Um, but but yeah, like, <laughs> oh man, I. <laughs> but you watch like AD. You're four games into it. And you're still trying to draw that same stupid foul, and it's like you're so much bigger and more athletic than everybody else out there. I said. Draw charge. Did you see Raj? You know you saw it. Jokic earning his charge call on on LeBron, oh, yeah. right? LeBron his takes the first right flop one. Yeah. 
Like LeBron takes the first one. He's like kind of a flop. Like if we're being honest, right? Like he was, he was ready to take sure. that charge. But the second one, LeBron had no choice in the matter. Like, <laughs> like, I they would look at that for a flagrant. And they just went the other way. I was like, oh my God. Jokic yeah. still complain after that. He's like, "What?" You're like, "Dude." Yeah. Well, I mean, that's all he does. But like, it was funny to see the their because um because <laughs> I think that was like his fifth, right? That was yeah, Jokic's fifth. fifth yeah. So he did not care, so they, zero they, care in the world. They pan, they pan right. Well, because he knows AD isn't going to attack him on the other end. He doesn't have to worry about a sixth. Uh, but like, um, they pan to the Nuggets bench, and you would normally challenge that because it's your star's fifth foul. Malone is asking his coaching staff, like, should we, should we go? I was like, no, man, he went, he, went, he, st- he really stuck that thing out there. That was a frustration Jokic foul. Um, but, but yeah, I, um, I was just, it was, it was maddening to watch like the float, like the attempts at the floater stuff. And then he started like backing further out and he started taking jumpers, which like he hit a couple of them and you, you have to take a couple over the course of a game or whatever. But offensively, it was just such an uninspiring performance. And it was, yeah. it was real. And, and, and also frankly on defense too, he was late on some rotations over and the, and Denver was getting some stuff at the rim that they shouldn't have been able to get. Like it was just, it was an all around bad game that, it really says something that Tristan Thompson comes in there and he's the spark plug at your position. That can't happen, man. It can't yeah. cool. Really fun to watch Tristan, like play up to that moment. And, and the crowd, like he got the crowd in the game and, and the Lakers back into that game, but that can't happen with your near $50 million a year player. Yeah. The, and and by the way, the cornerstone, cornerstone of your franchise after LeBron, the guy who played 47 and a half minutes, he's going to retire at some point, and AD is supposed to get the keys? You're telling me you're comfortable with that? <laughs> <laughs> well, so I wanted to see him from some more fight, right? And LeBron got into it with Aaron Gordon, right? Like he got into a little scuffle with Aaron Gordon. I was like, we need someone else to join him. Like someone's got to jump in on that fight. Um, and I thought he was the only one really game. Tristan Thompson was game. And I give him respect for that. He came in. Uh, he got like a quick foul and like Jokic tried to touch him and he pushed him off him. I was like, okay, like Tristan Thompson, you know, is here for it. And I think like the most important disappointing thing is the like six or 15 is what it is. I would like him to go out swinging a little bit more. Um, but there was a play like KCP kind of pushed him in his back and then he flopped for the foul. I'm like, just put KCP in the basket. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, like, like you got the call, but like a KCP push in the back should not stop you from number one, catching the ball and then like going up in the paint. And that was this type of stuff. Like he was double clutching at the rim and I'm not sure what the injury stuff is with him. The most frustrating to me is the screen setting. Like someone's got to be on the bench being like, you got to get contact on your screens. You got to stop slipping all these because it's killing our, um, our advantage on those plays. But yeah, it was disappointing. Like you would hope it looked like he was kind of in his head with the referees. It looked like he thought he was getting fouled by Jokic on every play. And maybe he was like, but like that, you know, that can't take you regular out of season yet. fouls. Sure. Like I thought like Jokic committed about 15 regular season fouls <laughs> over the course of this game. I completely yeah. agree. AD, but yeah. at some point you also got to realize you're not getting him. No. And I, I would like him to exert force back, right? Like, dish the physicality back to him. And I thought he didn't do that enough tonight. We, he bailed him out way too many times. If Jokic is going to let you ISO at the top of the key, you got to be able to drive on him, make them call the calls a- at the rim. And I thought he just accepted the physicality. And I thought the team kind of did when Denver pushed 
on their run and they upped their physicality. I thought we, you know, we uh we didn't match it. We went soft to the basket. We, you know, shied away from contact. And I thought that was kind of our demise. And Anthony Davis was a part of that. And I thought he stepped up a little bit in the fourth quarter. It was a lot more aggressive then, but it was a little too late. And he's just not in any rhythm, right, Anthony? Like, AD doesn't shoot at all in the first half. Very passive, deferring yeah. to Schroeder, Austin, um, and LeBron. And then third quarter comes. Den- uh, Denver starts to punch. And now we need Anthony Davis to punch back. And he hasn't swung all game. So like it, you know, it, it was tough to watch him go through that. But um, again, like hopefully, you know, he, he comes back and we can make another run at this, but yeah, you're right. It's, it was a frustrating game for him. A frustrating series, honestly had 40 in game one. And after that really struggled to get into any offensive rhythm. This is kind of weird um, to, I guess, offset the positive vibes that we had going into this off season. Um, Jovan Buha tweets out LeBron James with a quick, cryptic ending to his press conference quote i got a lot to think about just personally with me moving forward with the game of basketball i got a lot to think about huh hmm well i, I don't i mean he's, he's under contract for another year um but i don't think that means next year i'm guessing he's just looking at his future uh in the game of basketball, which which makes sense for a guy turning thirty nine next year. I mean, he just um, played forty seven and a half minutes and and you know got swept. Right, this is the first time he's ever been swept. Um, this is uh, this has been a really frustrating season for him. This has been, I think, one of the first times I've ever seen him. Like this year was the first time I saw him suffer a non contact injury. Right, where he just like planted on his right foot and he felt that pop. Right. And, um, you know, apparently visited a lipidiatrist and and was able to avoid surgery and was, um, you know, gave it a go here. And I would imagine like coming up like, all right, so uh, this is how this is how LeBron's kind of seasons heading into the offseason has kind of gone for especially his time as a Laker is um, he will you know, go into the season and like that very first year, remember, uh, LeBron and, um, uh, Magic Johnson, like they, 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 they came together and they tried to figure out the, that experiment, that grand experiment surrounding LeBron with ball handlers rather than finishers. Right. No shooting. Yeah. Yeah. No shooting, just not nothing but creativity. Right. The, the, the most creative team you will ever see. It doesn't go very well, right? It, it goes so poorly that uh, after he was asked about it at the end of the season, literally made a fart noise. Like the same thing that my son does now, like when he gets frustrated, my son will just start going. <laughs> like he just, that was LeBron's analysis of that grand experiment. Um, so the following year, he actually starts the season as their point guard, right? He, mm-hmm. um, he, he, he goes into it. KCP, I believe, started it like quote unquote, point guard spot he was their smaller guard out there or i guess avery bradley did avery, avery bradley, bradley and started <clears throat> and and yeah and so um you know lebron goes into that and uh yeah he he goes through that entire season carries that burden wins a championship and 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 mm-hmm. it's like an even further burden because of how crazy that season was literally extended for more than a calendar year starts yeah. the next season like three hours later and um, 
you know, that, that goes about as well as you would expect, right? Um, being that kind of exhausted, the Lakers tried to get him more help on the perimeter because he felt the burden of, you know, all of that creativity, all of those creative responsibilities. He goes into the offseason and says, that sucked. I don't want to do that again. Can we get some more help on the perimeter? They go, they trade for Dennis Schroeder, right? And um, the fit there was like anywhere between okay to meh, you know? Um, Sometimes look pretty good. Other times, like especially after Marcus Saul got sick, I don't think they ever really looked as good as they did at the beginning of the season when Mark was out there and you had yeah. his creative presence and you had Schroeder and you had LeBron. And, and like got LeBron, hurt too, right? Within that, yeah. so he was out a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had so that that season happens, and uh, over the course of that season, LeBron starts to realize, all right, this I'm going to have to do all the creative stuff if we're gonna if we're gonna figure this out and and we'll figure out the the Schroeder fit on the fly um and and then you know after that offseason he says I need more help on the perimeter they trade for Russell Westbrook that's a complete disaster and like essentially it's it's the same kind of cycle of um I'm going to bring in creative players and I'm going to entrust them at the beginning of the season and then over the course of the season I'm going to remember oh yeah that's right I'm LeBron and I'm going to play super hard at the end of the year and do all of that stuff at the end of the year. In that offseason, I'm going to want to stop doing that, bring in somebody else who is creative, and then go through that entire cycle all over again. And and I, this isn't quite that. I think this is just kind of the frustration of, man, he put a lot into this playoff run and this, this uh, series in particular. And over the course of his career, if he exerted that much effort, there was, you know, they made the finals at least. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I think, um, he's kind of looking at mortality through that lens, a very different lens than everybody else. Right. Gosh, I tried really hard and I didn't get to the finals. Right. Most people's like, I tried really hard and we only won a series or we didn't win a series, but for him, this wasn't enough. And, and like, this is where, um, this is, I, I, I want to rewatch the game and I want to see if I could find clips of what was going on on the bench. And I would have loved to seen the scene in, in, at halftime in the locker room when AD walks in there and he was just not a factor while LeBron plays all 24 minutes there. Like I, I, I know I don't want to go, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here, but I do kind of wonder AD has spent most of the last couple seasons injured. And then this season he was healthy and he wasn't effective when the Lakers absolutely needed him to be, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wondering, and he had AD, I think sitting next to him in that one, in that press conference, that's how they've been doing this. So I, I I'm going to go back and look for that too. But I, I do kind of wonder beyond his own like macro future, zooming back in on what the Lakers might mm-hmm. need here moving forward. I, I kind of wonder if, if, if there's some AD frustration. Yeah. I mean, maybe, uh, you know, obviously AD did not come through offensively. AD's still freaking special though. He's such a great fit when no, they, he, when they're healthy. He's, he's, in, he's an insane, he's the best defender in basketball. Like I, I think you would agree with that. Yeah. I, he's the best defender in basketball. And I think that's still something you can build around with LeBron. And this is why to me, Austin is so important within this because the Russell Westbrook situation, the part of it that makes it tough is that if you go get another shot creator like that, that costs a lot, not just in salary, but in terms of assets you would have to move. Being able to just hope Austin makes it, I think it's, I think it's plausible that Austin makes another little third year leap. Third year is usually where players make that leap. 
And if he can make a good amount, good a good leap in his third year, I think you get you have enough playmaking to where you can kind of LeBron doesn't have to do everything, at least in the regular season. I think that's what popped off for me this season is that you got Austin Reeves showing that he can average 20 in a playoff Western Conference. That's that's insane. In a Western Conference finals, you have a guy who can average 20 as an opposite ball handler to LeBron. And I think that's where the team build should be. Anthony Davis can still be the monster on defense. Maybe you're not going to rely on, on him as much offensively. You just kind of have to go into a season accepting that his jump shot's just not going to be there. Like it's the third straight year. There's no jump shot coming for AD. Yeah. So you have to kind of work that within whatever your team build is. And I think they can. I think Rui Hachimura is also legit. I think he's a legit 15 point a game score if you get him the minutes. And I think he's improving every day defensively. Like to me, that's your core there. And I think that's something you can still build. I don't think this team is that far away and i think lebron feels that too it's why he went this hard right and he had quotes about like i believe in this team like i believe this team can win it all and i don't think he was too far off i don't think he was way off base with that this team ran into an extremely uh a really talented um denver team that was really committed to what they do and And fresher by the way like denver didn't have to play for like the last month and a half of the season exactly this team was in playoff mode in middle of February, and that must cut your legs off at, at a certain point. Austin Reeves lost his legs and got him back somehow, but like, still, like, usually players, like, by the time, uh, by the time the playoffs come, and you've been playing playoff games since February, you're kind of done. So, um, I think this team can still go. Look, relying on a 39 year old LeBron, like, that's crazy to say out loud. Like, saying that out loud just it, it feels weird. Um, but I hope like next year you don't have to rely on him at least all year to do to at least carry you where you're not a seven seed fighting a playing game, playing three straight road series like that catches up to you at some point. Let's see if it catches Miami. But um, I still think like that's a really tough thing to, to count on. So hopefully you have a better regular season. Um, you can kind of load manage LeBron a little bit more than you were able to this season and and get another shot at it. I think this team is closer than than uh, this sweep appears to be.